Welcome to Zichu Daf Siman Memorabilia Ram Goldai, and today we're with Ksubas Daf Ein Off, the seventh parak Hamadir. The Zichu Masechus Ksubas program has been generously sponsored as a schus for Hachazachas Torah. So the three dots we're going to focus on. Number one, the Gemara brings a Malchus and a Rhyme regarding the ruling that a husband can provide a steward to support his wife when he makes a netter not to support her for up to 30 days. Rav said, This law was only taught with a husband specified a term of 30 days or less for the nether. The Gemara and Dav Ainam Abbas explained that before 30 days, people will not hear about it and it doesn't disgrace her. But where the nether was for an unspecified amount of time, then he must divorce her and give her the ksuba. The Mavarshan explained that since he'll have to divorce her after 30 days, since people will find out about it and she'll be disgraced, she can get divorced immediately. But Shmuel said, even when the netter was for an unspecified amount of time, he does not need to divorce her immediately, for perhaps in the interim he'll find a Pesach, an opening for his nether, and be released from it. Point number two, the Mishan Daf Ein Amunov state that if one pronounced a nether on his wife, that she should not adorn herself with any type of perfume, he must divorce her and give her the ksuba. Riosi says, With a poor woman, he must divorce her if he did not give a certain time limit for the nether, whereas with a wealthy woman, the maximum term is 30 days. They want to ask what Rabbi Yossi's time limit is, and Rabbi said in the name of Shmuel, 12 months. This is the maximum time that a poor woman would be willing to go without cosmetics. Rabbi Babrachana said, in the name of Yochanan, 10 years. Rabbi Chisa said, in the name of Avimi, on the regal. For Benos Yisrael adorned themselves on the regal. When the one asks why the maximum term for a wealthy woman is 30 days, Abaya answered, For a chashu of a woman benefits from the fragrance of her adornments for 30 days. A term of 30 days or less is not considered sufficient hardship to demand a divorce since the fragrance from the last time she perfumed herself can last that long. And pointing with you, the next Mishnah states, If one made a netter that his wife may not go to her father's house, If the father lives in a different city, then if the term of the netter included one regal, he could keep her as his wife. But if the term included three regalim, then he must divorce her and give her the ksuba. The Gemara notes an inherent contradiction where the Reisha implies that he must divorce her if the term includes two regalim. And the safe implies that he must only divorce her if it includes three regalim. Abai said the safe is dealing with the wife of a Kohen, and the ton is Rabbi Yehuda, who gives extra time for a Kohen because once he divorces his wife, he cannot take her back. Rabbi Baruch said it's not a kasha. Kamba The ratio was dealing with a woman who is eager to go back to her father's home, whereas in the safer we're dealing with a woman who is not eager to go back to her father's home. So once again, the three points are, number one, the Gemara brings a machokas amarayim, regarding the ruling that a husband can provide a steward to support his wife when he makes a net or not to support her for up to 30 days. Rav said, This law was only taught with a husband specified a term of 30 days or less for the nether. The Gemara and Dav Ainam Abbas explained that before 30 days, people will not hear about it and it doesn't disgrace her. But where the netter was for an unspecified amount of time, then he must divorce her and give her the ksuba. The Mavarshan explained that since he'll have to divorce her after 30 days, since people will find out about it and she'll be disgraced, she can get divorced immediately. But Shmuel said, even when the netter was for an unspecified amount of time, he does not need to divorce her immediately, for perhaps in the interim he'll find a Pesach, an opening for his nether, and be released from it. Point number two, the Mishan Daf Ein Amunov state that if one pronounced a netter on his wife, 
that she should not adorn herself with any type of perfume, he must divorce her and give her the ksuba. Riosi says, With a poor woman, he must divorce her if he did not give a certain time limit for the nether, whereas with a wealthy woman, the maximum term is 30 days. They want to ask what Rabbi Yossi's time limit is, and Rabbi said in the name of Shmuel, 12 months. This is the maximum time that a poor woman would be willing to go without cosmetics. Rabbi Babrachana said, in the name of Yochanan, 10 years. Rabbi said, in the name of Avimi, on the regal. For Benos Yisrael adorned themselves on the regal. When they were asked why the maximum term for a wealthy woman is 30 days, Abaya answered, For a chash of a woman benefits from the fragrance of her adornments for 30 days. A term of 30 days or less is not considered sufficient hardship to demand a divorce since the fragrance from the last time she perfumed herself can last that long. And pointing with you, the next Mishnah states, If one made a netter that his wife may not go to her father's house, if the father lives in a different city, then if the term of the netter included one regal, he could keep her as his wife. But if the term included three regalim, then he must divorce her and give her the ksuba. The Gemara notes an inherent contradiction where the Reish implies that he must divorce her if the term includes two regalim, and the Seif implies that he must only divorce her if it includes three regalim. Abai said the safe is dealing with the wife of a Kohen, and the ton is Rabbi Yehuda, who gives extra time for a Kohen because once he divorces his wife, he cannot take her back. Rabbi Baruch said it's not a kasha. Kamba The ratio was dealing with a woman who is eager to go back to her father's home, whereas in the safe we're dealing with a woman who is not eager to go back to her father's home. All right, so now we get our simadaf ein alf, and this one was suggested to us by Sammy Rubin from London. He suggested that ein alf is a donkey going er. Donkey going E-R, so we have donkey as our Simmons. Here goes. The man frantically riding his donkey to find a Pesach to his netter, not to support his wife for an unspecified amount of time, was shocked when the animal picked up the scent of the fragrance of her adornments, which she had last sprayed 30 days before, and then followed the scent straight to her father's home, where she was always eager to run back to. Once again, it's motion. The man frantically riding his donkey, donkey, that must be warned off, ein off, E-R. The man frantically riding his donkey to find a Pesach to his netter, not to support his wife for an unspecified amount of time, which reminds us, Rav said, where a man made a netter not to support his wife for an unspecified amount of time, then he must divorce her immediately and give her the ksuba. And before she explained that since he'll have to divorce her after 30 days, since people will find out about it and she'll be disgraced, she can get divorced immediately. But Shmuel said, Even when the netter was for an unspecified amount of time, he does not need to divorce her immediately, for perhaps in the interim, he'll find a Pesach for his netter and be released from it. So the man frantically riding his donkey to go find a Pesach to his netter, not to support his wife for an unspecified amount of time, was shocked when the animal picked up the scent of the fragrance of her adornments, which she had last sprayed 30 days before, which reminds us, the Mishan Daf Ayn Amadov state that if one pronounced a netter on his wife that she should not adorn herself with any type of perfume, he must divorce her and give the ksuba. Yossi says, with a poor woman he must divorce if he did not give a certain time limit for the netter. Whereas with a wealthy woman, the maximum term is 30 days. Abai explained that a chash of a woman benefits from the fragrance of her adornments for 30 days. A term of 30 days or less is not considered sufficient hardship to demand a divorce, since the fragrance from the last time she perfumed herself can last that long. So the man frantically riding his donkey to go find a Pesach to his netter, not to support his wife for an unspecified amount of time, was shocked when the animal picked up the scent of the fragrance of her adornments, which she had last sprayed 30 days before and then followed the scent straight to her father's home, where she was always eager to run back to. Which reminds us, the next mission states, A mother is ishto shalotel chabesavia. If one made a netter that his wife may not go to her father's house, 
if the father lives in a different city, then if the term of the net included one regal, he could keep her as his wife. But if the term included three regalim, then he must divorce her and give her the ksuba. The Gemara notes an inherent contradiction where the ratio implies that he must divorce her if the term includes two regalim, and the save implies that he must only divorce her if it includes three regalim. One answer given is the ratio was dealing with a radufa, a woman who's eager to go back to her father's home, whereas the save is dealing with a woman who's not a radufa, who's not eager to go back to her father's home. So once again, the man frantically riding his donkey to go find a Pesach to his netter, not to support his wife for an unspecified amount of time, was shocked when the animal picked up the scent of the fragrance of her adornments, which she had last sprayed 30 days before, and then followed the scent straight to her father's home, where she was always eager to run back to. All right, now it's time for Forbot Bach Hazara. Daf Samach Zayn. So the similar Daf Samach Zayn is a sizzling barbecue. So here goes. The orphanage barbecue barbecue, that must mean more Daf Samachzain, sizzling barbecue. The orphanage barbecue to raise funds to marry off orphan girls, then orphan boys, which reminds us it was taught in a that if an orphan boy and orphan girl come before the Gabbai Stock to be supported, we first provide for the orphan girl, because it's the way for a man to go around begging from door to door, but not the way for a woman. And if an orphan boy and orphan girl come individually for Stock to get married, we first marry off the girl, for the bush of a woman is greater than the bush of a man. We also learn about what we provide for a Yasum to help him get married. So the orphanage barbecue to raise funds to marry off orphan girls, then orphan boys, featured horse rides with a poor with people dressed as slaves running before them, which reminds us we learn from the Pasuk Asher Yachzer Lo, whatever is lacking to him, that even if an Ani from a wealthy family is lacking a horse to ride upon and an Evan to run before him, you must provide for him. They said about Hila Azakin that one time he couldn't find an Evan to run before the Ani, so he himself ran before him for three mealing. So the orphanage barbecue to raise funds to marry off orphan girls, then orphan boys, featured horse rides for the poor with people dressed as slaves running before them, and an inspirational show about a generous couple who chose to jump into an oven instead of embarrassing someone in public. Which reminds us, the Gemara relates the Misa of Marukva and his wife who ran away from an ani they were secretly supporting and how they jumped into a hot furnace to conceal their identities in order to save him from embarrassment. Dav Samaches, so the similar Dav Samaches is Chach. So here goes. When the wealthy schach dealer schach, that must be learned off samaches. When the wealthy schach dealer who would dress up as an ani to collect from the unsuspecting died, which reminds us, Rabbi Lazar said, Bob will remind, come on and show gratitude to the swindlers who pretend to be anim to collect staka. For if not for them, we'd be sinning daily. Rashi explains that we would be sinning for ignoring the needs of the poor. But now that there are swindlers, we have an excuse for distrusting them. So, when the wealthy Schachti who would dress up as an Ani to collect from the unsuspecting died, his family debated what he would have wanted to give his daughter as a dowry, which reminds us, we've been focused how we determine what to give an orphan girl from her father's estate as a dowry. Does she get what her first sister got, or do we consider changes in the father's financial status, or do we try to assess what the father would have liked to give? So, when the wealthy Schachti who would dress up as an Ani to collect from the unsuspecting died. His family debated what he would wanted to give his daughter as a dowry. When all of a sudden someone revealed that at the time of his death, he said that his daughter should not be provided a dowry from his estate. Which reminds us, Rabuna said in the name of Rabbi, Parnasse Enekatanaiksuba, an orphan's right to a dowry is not the same as a right from the Tanaiksuba, such as a right to sustenance. The Gemara says that this is in line with what was taught in Abraisa, that if a father said at the time of his death that his daughter should not be sustained by his estate, we do not listen to him. But if he says his daughter should not be provided with a dowry from his estate, we listen to him because the right to a dowry is not the same as the right from the Tanaiksuba. 
Daf Samachtes. So the similar Daf Samachtes, the soot, and we use a chimney sweep. So here goes. The daughter of the deceased chimney sweep. Chimney sweep. That must be more on Daf Samachtes. Soot. The daughter of the deceased chimney sweep who came to her brothers as a balas chov to collect her one-tenth of land with the chimney, which reminds us, Ravashi holds bas balas chov havya. A daughter is only a balas chov with regard to collecting her one-tenth. Ravashi explains that this means that she can be forced to take the cash or a specific pot of land. The Gemara asks if the daughter is considered a balas chov of her father or of her brothers. The nafkamina is whether she can collect Benoni's land without a shvua or Zibor's land with a shvua. Well, she explains that if she's a Baal's of her father, then she would be required to swear to her the heirs that she's not already collected the debt and would only receive Ziboris. The Gemara brings a proof that she is a Baal's of her brothers and therefore she collects Benonis without a shvua. So, the daughter of the deceased chimney sweep who came to her brothers as a Baal's Chov to collect her one-tenth with the chimney tried to have her trustee give her cash instead of a field because she trusted her husband, which reminds us that the Malchokas when one deposits money with the trustee for his daughter in order to buy her a field for her nickname Malugar as a dowry. And she says, I trust my husband, which she explains means that she wants him to give him the money directly to her husband and he'll buy a field for her when she wants to. Do we say that the trustee must follow the father's instructions since mitzvah kaim dibrei mace? It's a mitzvah to listen to the instructions of the deceased. Or do we listen to her since she could sell the field immediately anyway? So the daughter of the deceased chimney sweep who came to her brothers as a balas chov to collect her one-tenth of land with the chimney tried to have her trustee give her cash instead of a field because she trusted her husband until a rabbi balancing on a tall chimney shouted not to since mitzvah kaim dibrei mace, which reminds us the Gemara relates that the great sage Ilfa, a contemporary of Rabbi Yochanan, went and balanced himself on the mass of a cell and said, If there's anyone who comes and tells me a Bryce had taught in the Academy of Rechim Rabbi and I'm unable to derive it from a Mishnah, I will fall from this mass and drown in the sea. A certain man quoted a Bryce and Ilfa responded, Who's the ton of this Bryce? It's Rabbi Meir who says in our Mishnah, Mitzvah Kaim, Divrei Mace. It's a mitzvah to fulfill the words of the deceased. Dafain. So the similar Dafain is a one-eyed Martian. So here goes. The young orphan boys who love to buy bags of one-eyed Martian marshmallows, one-eyed Martian? That must be more enough. Iron. So, the young orphan boys who love to buy bags of one-eyed Martian marshmallows on their own, which reminds us, it was stated in the mission in Gidden Daf Nun Tes Amun Hapaotas, young children, which Russia defines as children eight or nine, their purchases are valid purchases and their sales are valid sales with regard to metaltling, movable property. Russia explains that regarding land, their transactions are not valid until they have two sorrows or reach the age of 20. Rafram said they only taught this ruling, she ain't shama patropas, where there is no apotropos to manage the estate, but when there is, the purchases are not valid purchases and their sales are not valid sales. So, the young orphan boys who love to buy bags of one-eyed Martian marshmallows on their own, over and a man prohibited his wife to benefit from him for 30 days, who didn't have enough earnings to buy the marshmallows herself. Which reminds us, the opening mission of the seventh parak states, If one makes a net of prohibiting his wife to derive benefit from him for up to 30 days, which Rashi explains is referring to receiving any support from him, he must appoint an agent to support her. The Gemara explains that the cases when the husband said to her, take your earnings in lieu of your food. Here the husband no longer has a chiv to support her. When they were asked, why then is a shaliach needed to support her if she has earnings? Ravashi answers, the mission is referring to a case where she has enough earnings for her big items, such as the food she needs, but not enough for the small items. The netter takes effect, but the shaliach needs to provide her with the small items. So the young orphan boys who love to buy bags of one-eyed Martian marshmallows on their own, over at a man prohibit his wife to derive benefit from him for 30 days, who didn't have enough earnings to buy the marshmallows herself, and declare that whoever supports his wife 
will not lose by it. Which reminds us, the mission had said, If the netter was up to 30 days, he should appoint a steward to support it. The Gemara asks, Isn't the steward functioning as the husband's shaliach? If so, how is this permissible? Rav Huna said, The mission's case is, Where the husband says, Whoever supports my wife will not lose by it. So that the steward is not acting based on a command from the husband, unlike a case that was brought from Gittin. All right, now it's time to conclude our pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one. Which stuff do you want miners can purchase and sell metalton unless they have an apotropus? That's on Duff. Iron. Good. Number two. Which stuff do you is in a case where a man makes an error not to support his wife for an unspecified amount of time, whether he must divorce her immediately or has more time to find a Pesach for his netter? That's on Duff. Iron off. Good. Number three. Which stuff do you want that the dowry is not like a Tanai Ksuba? For if the father says not to provide a dowry for his daughter, we listen to him. That's on Duff. Samachas. Good. Number four. Wish that they went that Ilfa was able to identify the ton of Abraisa as Rabbi Meir, who holds Mitzvah Lakaim Divriya Mace. That's on Duff. Samachas. Good. Number five. Wish that they went we marry off orphan girls before we marry off orphan boys. That's on Duff. Samachazain. Good. Number six. Wish that they went that a man who prohibits his wife to go back to her father's house, who lives in another city, must divorce her if the term includes and she's a redufa. She's eager to return home. That's on Duff. Ainov. Good number seven. Which the thing when Ravashi says the case where a husband prohibits his wife to benefit from him is where she has earnings for her mazonos, but not for the small extras. That's on Duff. Ayn. Good number eight. Which stuff that we when reviewed him in Becerra holds that a husband gets partial payment of his wife's boshas and begun payments depending where the injury is. That's on Duff. Good number nine. Which thing when a man makes a netter that his wife should not adorn herself with perfume, he does not have to divorce her up to three days if she's a wealthy woman because her perfume lasts that long. That's on Duff. Ayanov. Good number ten. Which thing when the partner supporting the wife for the 30 days is not acting on the husband's behalf because the husband said all who supports her won't lose out. That's on Duff. Ayan. Excellent. That concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Ram Goldman Zikh wishing you a great day and great learning.